You're listening to How To 20-Something, the only podcast that helps both men and women navigate their 20s and learn how to adult across all aspects of their lives. We're going to be focusing on career, relationships, finances, fitness, nutrition, and all of the common challenges and obstacles a typical 20-something will face in this post-college life and what to do about it. I'm your host, Just Diamond, and I'm the CEO and founder of Just Diamond Coaching, where I help young professionals get their shit together, gain their confidence, and own their life. No one prepares you for this adulting world, so allow me to help you feel like you are no longer a chicken running around with its head cut off, and that you actually know what the hell is going on and what your next step to take is. Welcome to How To 20-Something. Welcome back to another episode of How To 20-Something. Today, I'm going to help those of you who are going through a breakup get over your breakup, or at least help you move forward and not make any regretful decisions in the process. But before I give you 10 tips to getting over one, I do want to help you feel a little better about the ending of this relationship, and that is by telling you that just because it ended does not mean it was a fail. This is simply part of the process of finding your person. Use what went well in this relationship and what didn't to guide you in your next one. And you're also not alone. I mean, you might emotionally feel alone right now, but you're not alone in the sense that almost every 20-something has experienced some form of a heartbreak. And while it feels like someone is squeezing your heart to death and that this sense of sadness might never leave your body, please know that it will. It might not be on a timeline you hope for. You might experience additional waves of sadness for a while and quite unexpectedly, but hopefully this episode will help you find your way through to the other side or give you a little kick in the butt to not give in to your intrusive thoughts. It might also feel like you're taking one step forward and three steps back at several different points, but healing isn't linear. Grief isn't linear. Life doesn't always trend positively, but... You got this. I'm here to support you and help get you through this period of sadness. And we all long for love, especially in this phase of our lives when it feels like everyone around us is happily wifed up and finding their person. But please know that the best relationships take time. They build slowly and your next one will come soon enough with someone even better. Someone you didn't even know was this perfect to exist out there. It's okay to miss what once was and will never be again. It's okay to feel sad for a long time. It's okay to not want to date again for a while. But while you're going through all that, here are 10 tips that you need to start incorporating in some aspect to help you be able to put your best foot forward when it does come to wanting to date again, when it comes to seeing this breakup through to the other side. This is not the ultimate fix for quote-unquote curing a broken heart, but it's designed to help you keep moving forward and showing up even when your bed is inviting you to stay under your covers. These tips were brought to you by my followers on Instagram, and if you aren't following me and want to, all you have to do is search coach.justdiamond and I'll be there. It's also always in the show notes. And then the next time I go to ask my followers for their input, you get to contribute. But all right. Without further ado, here are 10 tips to getting over your breakup, or a breakup. Tip one, remove them on every platform. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever platform you have them on, take them off 
and remove their family too. So their mom, their dad, their siblings. I'm not just saying mute. Muting their profiles is not enough. You need to unfollow or even block because I know you and you're going to be curious about who they are with, if they're hanging with that person they told you not to worry about, if they moved on faster than you, and any similar thought that provokes you to take a gander at their profile. You're going to be so tempted to stalk their profile when you are already not in a good headspace, and it's not going to help you at all. You know it, and I know it. So remove them on everything. And you'll probably also be tempted to take a trip down memory lane, meaning it might be best to remove pictures you guys have together on your profile. You can archive them if you don't want to fully delete them, but you shouldn't see their face when you immediately go to your own profile. So please do yourself a favor, take them off of every platform, make sure they are out of sight so they can be out of mind. Tip two, do not reach out. Look, if they want to get back together, then they will reach out. If you are the one that got broken up with, then you should not be the one to initiate a conversation because we all know what happens when you send that risky text. You either turn your phone off on airplane mode, turn it completely off, or chuck it across the room. And I know because I've been there too. All it's going to do is give you a ton of unnecessary stress and anxiety and, well, it's simply not worth it. If they are to reach out, Take it with a grain of salt, as that is still not an invitation to ask for them to come back to you. Remember, we don't chase, we attract. Even if it ended with, but we can still be friends, or I still care about you and what's going on in your life. No. Don't reach out. Stay in no contact. The likelihood of you guys staying friends is small. You guys just aren't going to stay friends. No one stays friends with someone who has seen them naked. I'm just saying. Tip three, do not scroll through pictures together and try to reminisce. Playing off of the deleting them on all platforms from tip one, do not death scroll. Do not reminisce in the fun times you guys had together as it's only going to make you more sad now that it's over. Remember, out of sight, out of mind. This includes any pictures you two have together. If you have a memory of them in your place, remove it. So this could be pictures. It could be clothes. It could be gifts that they got you. Delete them from your life. You don't need to put yourself through constant reminders of someone you once loved, and maybe even still do, and this because this person will slowly drift to become a stranger. One of my clients was going through a breakup last year, and it took her a while to see that the guy she fell in love with originally was no longer the same caring and compassionate human, and actually began to possess some very unattractive and frankly quite shitty qualities. Because this person will become a stranger in due time. It's for the best. Give yourself the best chance to get over him or her by eliminating the reminders that surround you either on your phone or in your environment. Tip four. Spend time with friends. Make plans. Surround yourself with people who you love and who loves you because you're going to need your support system now more than ever. It's going to be better for your mental health if you keep up somewhat socially so you don't spiral in your bed and be alone with you and your thoughts for prolonged periods of time. And this is what friends are for. They are there to be your shoulder to cry on, someone to crack a joke and get you to smile again, someone who makes your heart feel happy just by being around them. So ask for help when you need help. This is something I struggle with deeply. 
especially if you're the strong friend that's going through a breakup, which I'll make a whole episode about what it means to be the strong friend soon enough, but it's hard to tell someone you're sad. It might even feel like you're burdening the people around you with your sob story or you feel annoying to constantly bring up what's bringing you down, but your friends want to see you happy. So go be with them. And I'm going to tell you right now I feel like a hypocrite saying this because of how much I know I personally struggle with telling my own friends about my sadness and how guilty I feel every time I bring up my situation. So we're on this ride together. But really, try your hardest to get yourself out of bed and around your friends or call your long-distance best friend and have them cheer you up or let you vent to them. All of my best best friends are long-distance. But when something is really bothering any of us, we all know we can schedule a call with one another and feel supported and heard. So, don't be afraid to call them. Tip 5. Work out. Move your body in some way every day. Keep up with your routine. Do something that gets the blood flowing. So even if you feel like a prisoner to your bed every day, you've still done something. You've showed up for yourself and have done something that will help you. Physical activity provides good mental clarity while also promoting mental health and gives you a nice little dopamine release so the happy chemicals in your brain are going to temporarily relieve some sadness. Not to mention the breakup glow up that comes with moving your body and not letting yourself drift away. Once you're ready for the world, you want to be able to look and feel great too. This might even be a time to pick up a new activity, a new way of moving your body that maybe includes meeting new people and surrounding yourself with other healthy individuals. Movement should be in everyone's routine, even if you're not going through a breakup, but especially if you are. And if your place of workout is where your now ex goes, then please consider changing locations or at least times. It absolutely sucks to feel like you're constantly looking over your shoulder to see if they might walk through the doors or already be working out when you're trying to clear your head and show up for yourself. I actually just ended a gym membership in part because I didn't want to pay for a gym when I have free access to another one but also because I've been dealing with a friendship breakup and that gym was a reminder of what once was and will never be again. And I didn't dare want to see this person when I'm trying to work out and feel good. My recommendation, if you are feeling glum but know you need to move your body, would be to go to the gym with a hat and big headphones on. Block out the world. Focus on yourself. Do what you need to do to move your body and keep yourself healthy both mentally and physically. Which brings me to tip six. Do something new every day that brings you joy. Literally anything that brings even a glimmer of sunshine into your gloomy mind. This could be getting your hair done, taking a long bath, reading your favorite book, calling your favorite person, jumping on a trampoline, having a picnic, going axe throwing, punching stuff, treating yourself to a coffee or ice cream, buying a new outfit, playing video games. I mean, not for hours on end where it becomes an unhealthy cope mechanism, but enough for you to feel a little bit of relief from your mental load of this breakup. But something that brings you joy in a healthy way that is also going to help you move forward and to remind yourself that happiness does exist. Sometimes happy feels hard to come by. But doing something, even for 30 seconds, takes you out of your own thoughts and makes you feel something other than sadness will be beneficial for you. Tip seven, escape. Take a day trip somewhere. Maybe go for a hike, fly somewhere, go home, whatever you choose. Get out of your current environment. 
You need a break from your routine and from your surroundings, so go change it up. This escape doesn't mean escape reality. It could, like it could mean shutting off social media, blocking out everything, but it really means an escape from your current location. It's extremely therapeutic and will aid in getting you out of your rut. So if you feel stuck, if you feel like you can't go on, then go away. It could be a trip with friends or by yourself. Just go somewhere that isn't where you're currently living. I can only relate to going through a breakup with my friendship one because, man, those hurt bad. But I haven't really been heartbroken from a love interest. When this breakup first happened, I went home. I knew I needed to get out of Charlotte. I needed a break from adulting for a few days. Plus, flights were cheap. So I escaped. I surrounded myself with family and the beach and took a time out from my life because it's exhausting to be an adult all the freaking time and I needed a break. If I can go escape, so can you. So tip seven, escape. Number eight, let yourself cry. As I said in the beginning of this episode, grieving is not a linear process. You can feel fine one moment, like you're finally out of it and you're good to go, and then this pit of sadness just comes crashing into you. So let yourself cry. Let yourself scream. Process your emotions. Don't keep them inside of you. It's okay to shed many, many tears. More tears than you're expecting and over the span of what could be weeks, months, and maybe even a year or two later. You just lost your person. The person you talked to every day. The person who was your everything. The person you called yours and who called you theirs. And to go from constant communication to absolutely nothing leaves a big gaping hole in your life and in your heart. So you're going to be sad. And the sadness is going to come in waves, and those waves will be unexpected. So if that happens, excuse yourself. Go take care of you. Let yourself feel these emotions. It's the shitty, uncomfortable, annoying part of the healing process. But your heart needs time to heal. It just broke into a million pieces and cannot be put back together overnight. So to repeat, let yourself cry. Which brings me to number nine, journal. If you keep crying because of the same thoughts coming through your head over and over again, which is usually what happens to me, then use journaling as a tool. Sometimes talking to yourself or with a friend or with a coach or with a therapist isn't enough. There's something magical that happens when you put a pen to paper and write it out. People ask me all the time how often I journal and the truth is I hardly do. I use it as a tool when I need it, but never force myself to write just to develop the practice of it. I know people who want journaling to be an everyday practice and aim to make it as such, and even when they do that, I tell them not to put parameters around it, like it has to be for X amount of time every day or X amount of pages long. Just write what pops into your head when you need to. But when it comes to going through a breakup, use journaling as a tool in your toolbox to help you process. More times than not, whatever I journal doesn't enter my head again, or when it does, I've made peace with that thought and allow it to pass through more easily. And that's really what you're doing when it comes to journaling. You're allowing this repetitive thought to pass through, only it's passing through your fingertips and onto a piece of paper. 
and not just circling your brain over and over again. Even if you don't want to remember or reflect on what you wrote, write it down anyways and you can always throw it out later or even burn it. But honestly, I think it's good for you when you keep your journal entries and can look back and see how far you've come either a few weeks from now or a few months or even a few years. Remind yourself of this journey as it might not be the last time you go through something like this and it's going to come with these ups and downs, but when you journal, you can remind yourself that you got through it before and you can get through it again. And finally, tip number 10 for getting over a breakup or getting through it is avoid jumping into a new relationship. This is the textbook definition of a rebound. Do not use another innocent human for your emotional cushion because you can't stand the thought of being alone. This is the time for you to work on yourself, regroup, maybe work through some trauma or fears that you have as a result of this last relationship, go see a therapist, work with a life coach, do something that does not entail jumping into a new relationship right away. Even if there's an opportunity, try to avoid it or prolong it so you can give yourself some time to heal, recover, establish some independence, reconnect to yourself, and reevaluate what you want and what you're looking for in your next relationship. Rebounds are for those of you who are emotionally immature and can't handle the thought of being alone. I know that's a very judgmental sentence, but as your audio version of a life coach, I'm going to give you some of those hard truths and tough loves. And that is looking at your life and your patterns and seriously ask yourself, when was the last time you were single for a solid amount of time? We're talking at least six months. Not that I'm putting a timeline on healing, but it is important to look at your life and how you operate in it alone. There's great power in being single for a decent amount of time. There are also some downsides, but I do want to highlight the importance of this single time and the value behind it. It helps you create a blank slate for what you want, what you are deserving of, and where your boundaries stand. Use this time to create some wonderful habits, an insane amount of self-love, and a strong sense of community because those are also really important things to take with you in your next relationship. You're not going to be single for forever. If someone has loved you in the past, then there's nothing stopping someone from loving you in the future. But for right now, focus on you. Focus on getting through this breakup and focus on some aspects of your life that you want to improve upon. And as a bonus tip, I think I might be speaking mostly for myself here, but don't watch romance movies right now. Seeing their love, even though it's fake, is only going to make you miss the love you used to have and therefore are experiencing a lack of at this present moment. But these are my 10 tips to getting over a breakup. And like I said, this isn't to cure you and have you feeling instantly better, but it is giving you some tools to use to help you through this time of your life. And I hope this helped. And I feel for you, I'm sending a virtual hug your way. I can help you get back into your own mojo too if you want to take me up on an offer to work with me as your coach one-on-one. My last tidbit of advice is this breakup is not the end of the world. You will get through this and know that any emotions you feel are totally valid, but you still need to show up for yourself now more than ever. If you liked what you heard, please give me a good rating, share it with a friend who might be suffering from a broken heart, or post it on social media and tag me at coach.justdiamond when you do. Otherwise, this concludes another episode of How to 20-something, and I will be in your headphones again next week with another new episode. 
Again, sending my heart out to you, to those of you going through a breakup right now, because they are not fun.